Hello, garbage fires. Welcome back to Jace Bellerin Must Die. Uh, or, or I guess a, a Thopter must be captured. You know, here's the thing. Your stealth roll was terrible. It was really, really bad. But you're just going to have to deal with it. You have other skills like punching and kicking, jumping, lighting things on fire. So the, where, we, where we stand now, there is a, uh, a garbage disposal unit. There's a big metal bin, and it is uh, full of fire. There are bits of, uh, of uh, food and pieces of damp paper, but it's all on, uh, on fire because you, uh, you applied oil to it first. So it was able to catch fire, and now there's this thick black smoke pouring up out of it. Uh, Torgor, you smell the familiar scent of burning trash coming from the alley below, and you see Road disappear into the darkness uh, and kind of like he's right sort of go right around there. the corner she, now right. <laughs> now Rogue, you you do have like skills to mitigate that right like you have you have monk powers that can help you with this this problem uh, right yeah would you like to activate I, any of those is this my last chance before things go terribly wrong? I would say yes this is I mean, it's not your last <laughs> chance, but I would like to know, like, because I was thinking about, um, because what pass pass without trace gives you like a ambient plus ten, right, to stealth. Yeah. So that would bump that six to a sixteen, which is terrible, and then it becomes passably good. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll spend it. Okay. I'll, 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 I like trip over a rock and realize that. Oh no. Um. <laughs> yeah. So until the magic kicks in, uh, Torgor, you you see road like clear as day. Mm-hmm. And then there is that sort of telltale shadowy like shimmer and uh, and then road becomes impossible to see at a glance. Um, for you at least. Is Torgor within 30 feet of me uh, height wise? Um, like- you you could stay within 30 feet of Torgor. Yeah. And, and so that to means see. he's going to get a plus 10 as well. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Nice. Useful ability. Uh, OK, so good. cool. All right, so the two of you are both passing without trace. And yeah, so that would be interesting. So Torgor, that that like ripple of shadows that starts with road uh spreads and then also covers you. And you've you've been uh you've had this magic used on you before. So there's a familiar feeling of that that kind of brief like muffling of sound and the the ripple mm-hmm. in the light and now you uh, you feel better hidden than you were before. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um so Winnegar the 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 signal fires have been lit. Uh, it is it is now your turn. What are you gonna do? Um, so he starts walking up uh, to the thopter, much like Winnegar would, uh, just yep. very like. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, but then he realizes, like, oh, I need to be in character. Uh, <laughs> so he, you know, just over exaggerates his arms, mm-hmm. like cool or what he believes to be super cool and powerful like a power walk uh but it's really just like a power walk like yeah. uh old lady in a mall uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um he goes up to the thopter and he's like um oh you there yes i, I would like to rep- report a arson or a crime <laughs> so the the thopter uh you you get its attention right you're you it detects and we we probably see we probably see from the thopter's perspective that these big fisheye visions of things and there's all this um information kind of being read around the outside it's like a blue version of terminator vision and uh and so it sees it turns towards you and it sees you and it's big like a bulb vision and 
there's a little like outline that goes around Winnegar and it registers the waveform of your voice and it, it analyzes and it, it detects emotional stress. And so it's like, <laughs> oh, somebody might be in trouble. And so the, the Thopter, which again, they're like kind of football, uh, football sized uh, glass, blue glass domes on the front. I've got a card for one here. Um, they have the Azorius sigil marked on them and they move around on this, this set of little, this little set of wings. Uh, they've got, uh, I think six of them. Uh, and they, they, they flitter around on those and then zip over, it zips over to you and flies at about eye level. Uh, and it says in a kind of bland, like little robot voice, uh, it says, please state the nature of your emergency. Um, the arsonist that you're looking for is uh, over there. <laughs> Make a performance check. <laughs> uh, are you sure you want me to do that? Because I mean, I'm pretty sure that was great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can. You should definitely roll to see. Yeah, the yes! dice. Oh my oh my God. God. The dice think it was great too. <laughs> Consistent, baby. Yeah. Twenty-two. So Carlos got. Carlos got a twenty-two. All right. So the uh, the the Thopter, uh, yeah, I mean it, it registers it registers that there was a uh, there, there's a threat. It, it reads your emotions as authentic, um, and uh, and it says, um, please direct me to the site of the arson. Uh, and yeah, I guess I power walk to uh, the alley and say, you know, oh, down there, down there. Uh, it uh, it says, um, uh, thank you for the information, citizen. Please stay at a safe distance while I investigate. And it like flutters down the uh, down the alley uh, away from you. Yeah. And under my breath, I go, oh, I'll stay a safe distance. All right. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Unfortunately, you set off you set off its supervillain detector, and it just immediately turns back around and starts blasting you with stun beams. Um, so yeah, the Thopter uh, insect like it kind of flies like a um, like a dragonfly, right? Like little bursts of speed, and then hovering, and then little bursts of speed, and mm-hmm. so it it f- flitters down this this alleyway on scan mode. And so again, we cut back to its point of view, and we see it scanning with these like with waves scanning the alley. Uh, this is the part where we find out if it can spot Torgor or Road. Mm-hmm. So the difficulty, um, I have a. I rolled a seven, so with yeah. a plus 10, 17. Yeah, 17 for you and a, a 16 for road. Okay. Now, it doesn't have a big bonus, but it does have advantage on, on searching because that's what their job is. So let's see how mm-hmm. it does. Bring across everybody. I got a 14, so it does not see either of you. Uh, And again, I think that this is very much, this is very much Rhodes magic at play, right? Like we see road and, and Torgor hidden kind of limbed in shadows. Uh, there's like little misty shadows kind of around your, uh, around your feet and around your shoulders kind of hiding you from this thing. And then we see the Thopter's view and it scans the alley and it highlights the trash fire. We get like a temperature readout and scanning for other uh, people who might be in danger and finds none of them, even though we can see you like crouching in the, in the shadows. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, yeah, it flits over and, and begins like, uh, 
threat assessment. And so it's starting to check, like, is it likely to spread? Is it going to hit this building? And it's trying to decide who to call and, like, what to do. Because obviously the Thopter mm-hmm. isn't, it's not a firefighting device. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a moment here where, where Torgor, you see it, like, fly into the, into the right area. It stops yeah. right under you and is, like, assessing the garbage fire. Uh, I throw the net. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna hurl the net onto it. Okay, so let me see. I did a, like a rough draft because there's no like cannon. Damn it! There's no yeah. cannon thopter thing. So mm-hmm. I gotta figure out what its AC is. I did a little rough draft version of it. Mm-hmm. So let's see what armor class. It is small and it's fast, but it's not very I, well yeah. armored. And I'm hidden on it. Yeah. And oh, that's true. You have you have yeah. You don't need the advantage, but you have it. Yeah. Um. Okay. I think I gave it like an AC of. 15 i did ac 15 nice there you go Heck yeah. nailed it yeah so whoom, you throw you throw the net and it mm-hmm. falls and it lands on the thopter and the thopter is dragged to the ground there is a, a a tinny clang as it as it hits the ground thing falls over on its side its little wings like fluttering the wings aren't actually physical uh, they're like going through the net because they're they're mana they're just magic oh. wings um but it's just lying there kind of on its side making beeping sounds uh and then we cut back to its own view and it, it shows its little gyroscope is all off and it's like little warning lights are blinking um Chances are pretty good it's going to start, like, making noise or sending, like, messages or something. What do you do now that the net has fallen on it? You're, you're, up, you're still up above, Torgor. Yeah. Uh, and then Rode and Winnegar are watching from either side of the, of the alley. Yeah, I'm going to run up to it and see if I can, like, turn it off or disconnect its power or yeah. do something to it. Yeah, yeah, okay. So you rush over to it, uh, and it... <laughs> It says to you, uh, like as you come over, uh, it says, please remain at a safe distance, <laughs> citizen. Everything is fine. Uh, and then you, you run over and it like warns you again, like for your own sake, like stay back. There is a fire in the alley. It could be dangerous. And then you start fiddling with it. And it's like, wait, what are you doing? Like, stop. <laughs> um, Let me help you. I'm I trying have to a get- wife and children. Please don't. No, my tiny robot children. No, it says, uh, it says like, uh, tampering with Azorius equipment is illegal under legal code section four, subsection 12B. Pursuant to subsection 12B, anyone who tampers with, and so it's, now it's like lawyering you. It's going to be like, don't do whatever you're doing because it's illegal. You're going to get arrested. Side note to this. I don't know why this scares me more than like any encounter that I've had. Because <laughs> it's like you it sounds rude. Road is nowhere near this. She's like, <laughs> well, you're basically, like, yeah, you're basically climbing up onto a pole and like fucking with a, a police surveillance camera, right? Like, yeah, it's dangerous business. Uh, ooh, okay, what do I? Okay. What? So your goal is to find a way to deactivate it. Uh, is that is that correct? Is that what you want to yeah. do? Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, that'll be an Arcana check. Uh, and I think the difficulty is um, to do it just like temporarily, uh, DC, let's say 13. Okay. <laughs> so close. Oh, 12. <laughs> okay. So, uh, it gives you when you touch it and you start like like fiddling with it. Uh, it says, um, "I am required by subsection 12B of the Azorius Penal Code to warn you: if you continue this behavior, I am authorized to use force." Uh, guys, <laughs> he, he said he's using his penal cord force. <laughs> um, what do I do? Road uh, comes over. 
And can she like see where like its actual like lens is? Yeah, yeah. Well, the whole front of it is a big blue like dome, and that's that's what okay. it sees from. The, these the things are basically flying gonna... eyeballs. Right. So the first thing she's gonna do is she has ink in her bag. She's just gonna take it. And she's just gonna pour it on the front. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay. Just to yeah. Try and she doesn't want to be on camera. She like that's like her number one fear. She just wants that not to be a part of the equation. Yeah. After, um, yeah, that totally makes sense. So you you run over and you you like pour a bunch of uh, pour a bunch of ink onto its uh, its sur- surface. And <laughs> if these things were better designed, they would have windshield wipers, but this one doesn't. So. <laughs> Yeah, so it it says uh, again, and and it keeps it just keeps warning you like disabling a Thopter's viewport is a uh, penal code violation of subsection two dash four B, and it, it's like basically just keeps telling you all the things you're doing uh, to try to warn you off, um, but has not yet begun in using force. Uh, so I... Torgor, yeah, what are you doing? Well, the, the two of them rush over to the yeah. to the ornithopter. You're upstairs. Uh, I well, after throwing it, I like try to get down start running all right so you're already running down yeah so you yeah. burst out the door into the uh into the alley uh, um i'm gonna try and make an arcana check on it mm. to see if i can i can like also try to sh- shut it off okay so same same thing uh no i mean no. the rectos solution to this problem will be to step on it over and over and over yeah. <laughs> that yeah. would definitely road, stop it road is also looking for a power cable Mm-hmm. now yeah. so should i just get my negative yeah, get, one go ahead and get your get your way. turn in there yeah 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 now no, winnegar can try again another eight <laughs> good so you're all just like i don't what what, you, what do we do yeah. it's like the lines uh, going off yeah road has pulled out a vial of acid and is getting ready to pour it into the center of the thopter if no one figures it's <laughs> just like looking soon. for an open vent so yeah so while this is happening we cut back to the Thopter's view, and it's all black and drippy because it's got ink all over it, like it's a character in Mario Kart. And um, we see uh, there is a a blinking, like a red, like transmission indicator. And we cut to uh, we cut to a room, and in this room we see uh, a the we see the back of a chair. It's a big, tall back of a chair, and there are hundreds of like view of screens basically and they're they're magic they're like viewports basically just floating in front of this person uh, in the chair and one of them starts to, to blink red and we can see there are scenes all over Ravnica of like different things going on and the the Azorius kind of surveillance apparatus and the chair turns and we get a, a profile shot or a side profile three quarters of uh, Dovin Ban and he's doing the, the like Mr. Burns, the like, hmm. Mm. And he sees this one go red and he just reaches over with his weird six fingered hand and he taps it and uh, and it turns uh, it turns yellow and he goes back to paying attention to all the other ones. And somewhere, some Azorius arresters just got a notification. There's a Thopter in trouble and go check it out. Uh, yeah. And yeah, so Rod goes, you have 10 seconds to get this under control before we bail. Can I like so try to give... Uh, Winnegar advantage being like describing what I was doing and like what I looked at and he's like okay that's obvious. right yeah yeah just try to like put your put your heads together yeah, yeah you can do that sure okay cool yeah okay well, so so uh, Winnegar you can make another roll uh, and you have advantage and it's like that's uh, that scene you have inspiration can you get triple advantage no advantage and disadvantage <laughs> don't like pile <laughs> pop quiz asshole <laughs> whoa <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
Double twenties. <laughs> and redemption for those double ones that you got earlier. Wow. Wow, that That's is crazy. impressive. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. I'm nice. glad my seed reference helped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So you you turn you turn the thing over and there's like uh there's a, a port I'll switch. <laughs> yeah. Well there's a port in the back that that uh is is hidden by like its chassis, but if you if you push it, part of the, the chassis like opens up and you can see underneath that this thing and, and this is this is the um the like opening the 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 pulp fiction briefcase moment for for oh. Winninger, right? So we see Winninger's face and we see the back of it open, this blue glow just like shines right on your face. The technology that makes these thopters possible is completely alien to you. There's no vacuum tubes. There's no cables. There seems to be some kind of crystalline matrix that operates this thing of like blue glowing crystal and and the, um, like strange metal. It you have no idea how this thing works, but you're pretty sure you know how to make it stop working. Uh, there there are some crystals that look like obvious part like important components and if you just yank one of them out the whole thing will just turn off um but the the actual details of this stuff you have no idea what this stuff is and i i think i think maybe that's more relevant or will be in the long run that this is like totally alien tech gotcha so what do you do do you want to try to turn it off yeah, I'm gonna pop one of those crystal things. Yeah, crystal. yeah, yeah. So it's a little, it's a little hot. Like you reach and you touch it, and it like scalds ah! you a little. But you're able to pop it out. Uh, and when you do, uh, its wings flicker and disappear, and mm-hmm. the whole thing just powers down, and it just thunk, like falls over on its side. Stops struggling to get out. Uh, and that's when we cut back to Dovin in his little uh, architect room, and that screen that he looked at before turns black. He just turns off completely and he looks at it and we see him scowl and he stands up and he brushes his robes off and he walks out of the room. Ooh. Eek. Hell yeah. Eek. Hell yeah. <laughs> Good. No, this is we great. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> Tor, uh, like, Tor, like looks around and it's like, great, great. But now gotta move. Like, 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 yeah, like, now that's why we brought the shopping bag because now right. it goes in the shopping bag. Nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> leave the basketball. That's like our trademark. Just like leave because then they're like, oh, the spalling killers are here. Over, like, <laughs> no, because then they could trace it back like, to the, take the we bat- got it from. It's like, you've like, never done this before. <laughs> We're taking the basketball. <laughs> I just don't play basketball, guys. I don't know what I'm getting out of this situation. Like, you're like, no, the basketball is for me. I got this for myself <laughs> to play basketball. Fuck <laughs> off. We were at the store already. <laughs> okay, uh, so... So the thing is deactivated. Uh, you can, yeah, you can pick it up. Winnegar, you are holding this weird energy crystal that is swiftly cooling in the rain. So there's like steam coming off of it. Um, and uh, yeah, what are you, what are you going to do? Uh, it's clear that the thought. We're heading to Wenzel's help house, right? Yeah. Going to Wenzel's? Yeah. 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 And I'm how's that still active? Yeah, I'm going to pocket those crystals. We'll throw the thopter in a bag with the net and... I guess the basketball. I'll, I'll pull the net and put and put it back in my bag. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll head over to Wenzel's. We're gonna book it for Wenzel's. Yeah. Okay. Like, sure. Yeah. Get one of those fresh pretzels. <laughs> 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 okay. All right. Yeah. So so I think that you you do this like quickly enough uh, that uh, that you can you can escape uh, off to uh, to Wenzel's. I think we um we probably. 
it'll take a minute to uh, to have uh, for them to show up. So let's stick with you. So the three of you head off into the rain with this ornithopter in a bag and uh, and your new your new basketball. And you make your way over to Wenzel's uh, place. I orient it so that on the way we stop by a rose drop point. Mm hmm. and I just like on a piece of paper would like to write, we have a thopter dot 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 interested and then a little heart and then <laughs> and leave that in the drop. <laughs> and when it's like, hey, what was what was the deal with that little heart at the end? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're getting extra credit points. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yo, uh, I don't want to tell you your business, but. Rakdos uh, can tell what's behind the heart. All right, <laughs> just lead with that next time. You know, just just shoot your shot, see what happens. <laughs> the Rakdos equivalent of the flirty heart is you want fuck. <laughs> no, yes, yeah. I remember when I met my boyfriend. He punched me in the mouth and then introduced himself. <laughs> I was in love at first sight. After I woke up. Um, Okay, so you leave you leave a slightly flirtatious note for the rose, uh, letting letting her know like we've got this we've got this thopter. <laughs> well, Tack isn't here. Rose trying to get all of her flirting in. <laughs> no competition. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, right. The rectos they bring new meaning to the word. Let me smash. Uh, so cool. All right, you do that. You get to uh, Wenzel's house, which I think. Probably is like whoever owned the house, Wenzel's like landlord or whatever, would have come and uh, locked the place up uh, just so people don't like wander in and try to steal stuff. But it doesn't look like it was uh, it was um, like pillage. There's there's probably still gear in there. You can see it like leaned up against the inside of the windows. Um, but uh, yeah, the door the door the front door into Wenzel's is locked uh, when you arrive. Can I? I make an athletics check to just kind of like. Like push pick it the lock, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yep. version of lock picking. Yeah, Tor, you walk over, you jiggle the handle, and just slam it with your elbow. Yeah, go ahead and make yeah. a make an athletics check. Just like DC ten. <laughs> okay, you got a twenty three. So like, <laughs> definitely. And I think with the twenty three, you can do it with some finesse, right? Like, yeah. um, oh, it's very much like I grab the handle and just kind of like lift up the entire door off its hinges yeah inside and i was gonna say because like if you had just gotten a 10 it would have been like you you just break the door but this way you apply force but in a controlled way so that it doesn't break the door and then you can make it look like you were never here in the first place okay Mm -hmm. so you you enter uh coming in out of the rain uh you you walk into You've seen this kind of thing a bunch of times before, Winnegar, right? Like uh, abandoned labs, uh, projects uh, left unfinished. It's pretty common, right? Like in the in the Is It League, where you experiment a lot and stuff just gets left behind. But for Road and Torgor, this place looks kind of like a Rube Goldbergian, uh, like hoarders house after they're they've moved out or they've died like there's just a bunch of junk everywhere and none of it makes any sense to you why does wenzel need 15 stacks of yesterday's newspapers i don't don't (laughs) yeah so when you when you come in you are navigating uh piles of various is it machinery uh pieces of uh, of unfinished it's like a steampunk cosplay workshop that nobody cares about anymore so it's just like weird brass stuff everywhere but Winninger, you can see all of these these sort of um, like unfinished stories of Wenzel's work. And can you make an insight check? Oh, yeah. 
Nice. Got a 19. 19. Okay. So Wenzel, like you, you were more focused on the, on the, the man when you were here before. And then there was that obnoxious goblin and you haven't really had a chance to like observe the place. But as you, as you walk through it, looking, looking around, it seems to you that Wenzel's like actually a pretty talented uh, scientist, right? Like he, he's, there's some, some good work here, but it's clear to you. And this is kind of the, is it equivalent of like, you know, in a Kung Fu movie where two people fight and they're like, aha, I see that you use lightning tiger style. Yeah. <laughs> I understand you intimately now. Like seeing the man's work gives you insight into, uh, into him. And it's myopic. It's it's good and it's smart, but it's it's there's only one vision here. And if Wenzel had some help or like somebody to give him a fresh point of view, you could make some good stuff here. He's he's made some pretty uh, some pretty big uh, some pretty big leaps as far as like apportation goes. Um, but again, the there is this weird isolation and and what the others are perceiving as just like a weird shut in. You're seeing as somebody who just needed some assistance, like somebody to bounce ideas off of. You see a lonely scientist in the, so the words sad. written on the walls. Yeah, it is a little right. And now he's in so jail sad. getting beaten by the Azorius. So that's fun. Um, <laughs> but that being said, like you can use this stuff, right? He's got all kinds of diagnostic equipment and, and you know, uh, stuff you could use to figure out this, uh, this thopter. So what are you going to do? So I think it's just like, like, a cutscene that's like real, like um, God, Sam Raimi, like a, like Army of Darkness, like putting on a glove, putting on the apron, the mm. goggles go down, and then like I'm like ready to take this thing apart. Tora yeah. puts the door back on, like the door, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> perfect. Okay, all right, and then Road, what do you want to do? Are you like uh, keep and watch? Take a short rest and get my key points back. <laughs> okay. Can I, I mean, if if this um, is, if you think this is going to take an hour, then yeah, you can you can go and like chill out in the back. Can I? Help? Yeah, I think that like she, the first thing she does, like, depending on how long it takes, Rogue would like to during this at some point, so probably up at the start, just like while Winnegar sort of like fucking with it mm-hmm. she has no idea what's actually happening yeah um <laughs> this is so beyond her um she, she was not good in school this just looks like a pile of wires she um tries to do like the best she can like rudimentary sketch in her notebook of it just like her sort of analysis of the thing she just tries to get into her notebook before she takes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah so you can you can rest and like make notes and uh, and do that yeah, yeah. Okay. And then Torgor, sorry, you wanted to help Winter. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Uh, no, I'd love to, yeah, just like be a lab assistant in this process. Oh, I uh, love like, it. So this is like, fat. yeah, this is, a, this is sort of the first time that we've gotten to see, uh, rather than like Winnegar bubbling, bumbling sorcerer, we get to see Winnegar like, is it scientist? Um, so yeah, what does, what does that, what does that look like? Uh, Winnegar, like we see you and Torgor like working together. Um, give me, give me a, an idea of, of what we get to see when we watch Winnegar in action with this thopter. Yeah. So I think what makes Winnegar like quote unquote, like not a good engineer, is it engineer Yeah. Is that like, he's not super fast and reckless. Yeah. Like he is actually concerned about like, 
other people in the room like might get hurt or he might get hurt while like other is it engineers would be like no let's get it going let's go faster yeah uh and at that point he's considered like slow like not good well that's yeah that's the thing is the the more the more you put those brakes on like the is it believe very deeply in the like you gotta break some eggs if you want to make an omelet situation right um yeah so yeah, you, you would be looked at as like, why are you letting like petty concerns about these non-guild people's safety slow you down? Like, why why haven't you already turned this into a super weapon <laughs> or whatever? Yeah it, yeah, it would be like how like uh, I mean, he's seen he seems like he's not good at his job because he's slower. But the reason he's slower is because he's concerned. Like they're like, well, how come he didn't go straight to human trials? You know what I mean? Like, well. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Like people would die if we didn't do these first trials, mm-hmm. like or like that, I guess. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah. But I, I think that's also hindered him in 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 terms of um, what he's uh, what stuff has been made available to him. Uh, he hasn't worked on like big projects or like you know been on bigger teams. He he's more like you know a sub uh, mm. for a lot of things. And yeah, I don't think he has his own. I think as soon as he starts making progress, it gets like snapped up and taken away from him. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. By someone else. So this yeah. this is something that you like you you're ahead of the pack now. Like no nobody else either has successfully or or thought to like grab one of these these thopters. Um, and you know things that maybe very few if anybody else in your uh, in your league knows, and you're, you're about to maybe learn more. So when you start going in on this thing, are you taking it apart? Are you like running like tests on it? Talk talk to me a little bit about what you kind of want to learn and how you go about doing that. Yeah, I guess that's a really good question actually, because, uh, running tests would mean he would have to give it power. And if he gives it power, he would have to, they risk, being checked out i guess he would be taking it apart um he would start taking it apart carefully and organizing it uh on the table so i guess the first thing he does is just clear off a table uh and wheels over like a tool cart uh and and puts it in front of torgor not even like he's not he's so focused on this thing he hasn't even like checked in that like maybe Torgor doesn't know all these tools yeah. or whatever <laughs> he's just like yeah you're, you're you know you're my number one like yeah you're, you're gonna take care of the tools. Uh, and I think Winnegar is just like, uh, he has like a pad of paper. He has the tools on his right. And he puts on, you know, one of those magnifying goggle things that has like, like a, a couple lenses on it. And he's taking it apart, like, and piecing it out, um, on the table. Nice. Okay, cool. So you're going to dissect it. And then, yeah, so I guess what I'll do is I'll get you to make, um, I'll get you to make an arcana roll. And then you'll have advantage because Torgor is going to help you. And then you can like ask me questions about it. Um, oh, oh, boy. Okay. So <laughs> pursuant to all of that, um, <laughs> before that happens, you, you did roll a one. You got a critical failure. So I think yeah. probably what happens is that you trigger some kind of like self-destruct or something oh, like, no. like some kind of thing and you go to you're like you get your tools you, you think you're like okay i think i just need to and you get your little tongs and you start to pull something out and there's like a spark and uh, a crackle uh, of energy um can you and torgor both make uh constitution saving throws for me please <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
right, so you got super well there. <laughs> okay, all right, so you both you both did okay. Um, so you're only gonna take you're only gonna take half damage. You're not stunned or anything. Um, okay, so you both take four damage. Uh, from this pulse, so you you know you, you go to pull out something, or you you a wire touches another wire, or something happens, and you don't understand its internal mechanisms enough. But it it the power source fries, and it sends this pulse out. Uh, a bunch of uh, and I think road from the other room, you hear a bunch of like stuff getting knocked off shelves. There's a, a pulse of force that hits the two of them, and then uh, maybe breaks a window, knocks over a bunch of trash, uh, and you're in the other room trying to like focus on your notes when you hear this happen uh the thopter itself seems to be uh like self-destructing there are there are pops and sparks smokes smokes pouring off of it and yeah you if you if you want to try to save it uh winnegar you gotta act quick yeah uh oh my god uh so I have to try to say what would be save it like taking it apart like yeah like, maybe, maybe like so like whatever is happening is the like there is some kind of internal power source that is fe- doing like feedback on itself and it's melting the the circuits and um, basically frying the thing from within. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I guess I'm just gonna do another arcana and see if i can find that like backup battery that's in it i guess yeah 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 stop um, stop the process so i guess that's the thing is you could try to stop the self-destruct process by yanking out the power source or if there was something else in it that you wanted to like try to snag before the whole rest of it melts down that's also an option but again you don't have a really good working understanding of what's what yet yeah um hmm yeah, I'm gonna go for the power source. Yeah, okay. Just try to, uh, try to stop. I really the... don't know what else is in it. Yeah. Okay. Torgor, are you gonna help? Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So <laughs> I love I love that Tor- like Torgor is so great because you have no idea what's going on. You have no idea what you're doing. Something dangerous just happened, and as soon as Winnegar is ready to jump back in, you're just like, I'm right there with you, buddy. Like, <laughs> like so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a that's a true sign of friendship where you can just show like passion and interest in something that one of your friends cares about, <laughs> even if you have, don't care about it at all personally. You're like, yeah. like uh-huh. bowling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that sounds really interesting. I don't know anything I'm, about it. I'm not gonna do I that. I am like that when when uh when I hang out with people that are really into sports and they're like watching a game, mm. like I, I don't watch sport. I don't, you yeah. know, but sometimes like when you sit down and you watch sports with someone who's like really into yeah. it, it can be a lot of fun. You're describing what it's like to be a streamer. Like I have people <laughs> around me who are like, I don't really know anything about this, but Adam's so excited about it. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to be excited too. Uh, so yeah. So Toro yeah. Toro's right there behind you. Uh, Whenever you run in and try to like get the, get the power supply. Torgor does not like understand pulling the curtains over the broken yeah. windows. She's she's just done damage <laughs> to make sure nobody has noticed from outside. Okay, yeah. sure. Uh, should I roll uh, Arcana? Yeah, yeah. Make another Arcana check. Okay. Oh, there you go. Okay, so you did you so. It is obviously it is damaged from that initial that initial failure. There's a bunch of stuff like some of the crystalline structure uh, within it is um, like cracked. You can see some of the wires have like carbonized, um, but you're able to to find its power source and yank it out intact um, before it burns out the rest of the thing. So, yeah, it's definitely suffered some damage, but you do have you have the the power supply and you have access to whatever is still okay. Um. And it's yeah, there's smoke and this weird like burnt plastic smell kind of filling the the workshop. Uh Road, can you make a perception check for me? Yep. 
17. Nice. Okay. Um, it doesn't look like anyone noticed. Um, okay. I think probably Wenzel's neighbors are used to like weird noises and like he gets his windows replaced a lot. So you're, you're okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So meanwhile, back inside. Road, road like gets out of the way again. Like out of me. <laughs> oh, this thing can explode. Nowhere near me, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she goes back to the other room. Get out of the blast radius. All right. Yeah. So, Winnegar, what do you um, what do you want to do now? You've got time to kind of dig through this thing and and run some experiments. The threat is the threat of it destroying itself is over, but there is some stuff that got lost or damaged beyond repair. What do you what do you want to know? What do you want to learn? What is I guess um, what is the point of having this thopter in the first place? Yeah, I guess to to learn if it's con- if it's talking to anyone like uh if it's sending its signal to anyone or how it does that or also what capabilities it has so like obviously we know it can shock us yeah. uh but like can it do other stuff besides that like what are its actual capabilities other than like flying and announcing stuff yeah uh, yeah yeah so as you as you uh, astutely pointed out it seems like this thing is predominantly a transmitter of visual and auditory information, right? It is capable of like what you have in your hand is a blue amount of battery, uh, capable of storing mana to power it independently. Uh, also to destroy it if it falls into the wrong hands, which would be you, but you prevented that there's still a charge left in the battery. Uh, and it's not a battery in the way that you've ever seen. Like normally you need to charge them with like a uh, steam or lightning or whatever to like juice up a, a conductor coil. But this is like a very efficient crystalline structure battery. That's much smaller than the kind that you're used to. Uh, and so that's interesting. And you could write down like mana battery in your inventory if you want to keep that as a separate item. Um, but the thing, yeah, it doesn't, these things are not uh, like, it's not a weaponized platform. It seems like, it is capable of generating a, a charge uh, of energy. Mm. Um, the armor is is pretty solid on the outside, so it's pretty well armored um, to prevent tampering. Uh, and then the the lens is like a um, sort of crystalline, like sapphire structure uh, that's again hard to hard to chip or damage. Um, but yeah, it seems like it's mostly like observe, record, transmit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Totally. Uh, yeah. Go on. I was going to say, uh, Winnegar, can you, can we keep this? Can we, can you make it so this is our Thopter? Like, can you add your technology to it to make it our device? Oh boy. Uh, Mm. I I mean, it's pretty damaged and it's a technology that isn't really my expertise. I mean, it would be extremely hard. Um, I think at the the very best at this point, it would be getting it to turn back on would be hard (laughs) enough. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you again, it's it's outside your 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 purview, right? Like you don't, you're obviously you're not an expert in whatever weird alien technology this is. But uh, there are other members of the league that you could go and talk to. Do you have any friends? <laughs> yes, I have friends. Other room. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we could take it 
we could take it to my friend Rourke. He might be able to help, but like, I don't know if that gets us closer to Wenzel, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. I think. I... Go on. No, <laughs> go ahead. I think, I think at best we, we know what it does. Mm-hmm. Um, we might be able to, if we can get it to power back on, maybe we can use it to lure Mm-hmm. like someone to it. Cause they got to be looking for this thing now because mm-hmm. it probably it sent out a signal before mm-hmm. we shut it down. And Winnegar, you said this is technology you've never seen before. Like this is no. to you. So Torgor thinks Wenzel's also never seen this before. Oh yeah. If we break Wenzel out of his jail, and bring him back here and show him this as a thank you and sorry for getting you jailed. I think Torgor feels he'd probably be okay to forgive things as long as we give this to him to investigate and report back to us. Well, yes. But also our main job is to kidnap Wenzel and bring him back. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So So he'll be with us anyways. Yeah. Oh, but you 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 want him to be happy about being kidnapped, right? That's, right. 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 Tor, like, like, look, Torgor just wants a compliant prisoner is a much easier prisoner. That's true. Give him a toy to play with. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Does Rod hear them like posturing and like leaving the investigation phase and <laughs> going back to actual planning? No, she probably wouldn't be listening in. All right, she's just hanging. <laughs> No, I want, well, Torgor Tor is like, mm, it feels weird without tech here. Just the two of us. We should definitely have Rhoda in on this conversation. <laughs> Go to like bring Rhoda over. Yeah. It was like, all right, what if, what if we bait? If, do we just do the old smash and grab? Let's do this Racto style. Just go in, knock some, knock some heads, just like in and out real fast. You know, people look down on that style, but you know what? When it comes to robbing banks, that's the one that works the most. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of people try to plan these very intricate bank robberies, and they always they always go wrong. But I tell you what, a guy going in saying, give me your money, and then leaving real quick, that's the way to go. <laughs> that's how you, you do. Yeah. <laughs> we got all this uh, Wenzel's lightning equipment that we could use uh, on the Azorius. Oh, that's true too. So I have the those power those crystals that I took out of it. Uh-huh. Like, can I do some more like, uh, like an investigation on that, or if like I can use that to? Because I remember Wenzel said he couldn't get his machine to be powered. Like, um, it could only do like four feet or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because Wenzel Wenzel was working. He was basically doing the Nikola Tesla thing, where he wanted to be able to transmit uh, electrochemical energy from one place to another, uh, like essentially without wires or cables. Um, but yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't get it to work. Yeah, you could. You could take the rest of the day or whatever, and like dig around in here and try to figure out a way to use this mana battery to 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 do that. Sure. Yeah, you could. You could attempt that. We might have like a giant laser bomb thing. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I'm like a kid in a candy store, so I'm going to be happy no matter what I do inside this room. Yes, yeah, so let's take our time and let's do it right. Mm-hmm. I agree. Tor, um, uh, Tor, like, oh, you know, wrote. I think that 
we should not have this thopter near us for more than another hour. So I think that we need to arrange to get this dropped off to Rose ASAP. So you need to do whatever studying you want, but they're going to come after whoever has this. And we're not cool or smart or strong enough to be the people who they come after. Maybe cool enough. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Do. <laughs> yeah, why did you say cool? That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do cool people get things that other people don't get? <laughs> Is that weird? Yeah. Okay. Um, agreed. Yeah. Let's um okay. let's let's ditch this thing. Maybe we'll. So yeah, I mean, Winnegar, if you you've got this the power cell separated, you've got the mana battery. Uh, everything else in here is even even in damaged form, like incredibly valuable in terms of research. But as Rhodes says, dangerous to have around. So, do you want to try to take anything else, or are you are you good with the the battery as your your kind of main piece if it's going to get sent away? I want to see if I can find. The piece that I guess the uh, the GPS of it, <laughs> right? Whatever is it? transmitting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, whatever the transmitter thing would be. Um, so it'd have to be able to like send a signal uh, out, and, and you know, would that be at the top or in the middle or? Yeah. Do yeah, we yeah. have? Do we have a way to get the roses' immediate attention? Not that you know of. No. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's never, it's never been that way. But next time you meet her, it might be worth talking to her about it. Oh, she will hear about it. Um, <laughs> can I have your number for business purposes? Yeah, in case of emergencies. <laughs> don't, even, like, don't even say the back part. Just say, "Can I have your number?" Just <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I just don't. I don't date co-conspirators. Um, just oh, a, just I, I just friends. Oh yeah. I just, I just, I was goofing. It was just a joke. You cut me off. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Before. It's rude. Rude. Uh, okay. Uh, so let's, Winnegar, let's have you make another, uh, you're getting mileage of that arcana roll. Make a, an arcana yeah, check. Right. Yeah. With advantage? Uh, yeah, with assistant Torgor, which is, that's good. Okay. So you got 16. Yeah. So it looks like, um, it looks like it's got like a distributed antenna uh, system. So there are like thin filaments that run through the little like wing things on the side and the tail bit that are all part of a larger antenna because the whole thing is meant to, to transmit. Um, and based on your best guess, you figure like there is a part of as you're like disassembling its internal kind of brain structure uh yeah you 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 take a best guess at what you think would be the the thing that is sending information from the the camera from the the viewing uh, eye uh, and from the audio sensor sending it somewhere right this is the the main like processor for that stuff the transmitter if you will yeah so i want to disconnect that and put it on a cat uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay i mean because the battery is out uh oh yeah it doesn't it it's not out. operative yeah. um but now that you have access to that that structure and it's mostly intact you figure if you plug this thing into the right equipment and you reverse the polarity or whatever you might be able to get access to the network of thopters right like it's oh. this thing is connected to a whole bunch of other little guys and they all send that information back to azorius to new prov right so there may be 
put on your fucking Ray-Bans, kids, because you might be able to backhack this thing. Um, oh, wow. So that's so certainly like, possible. Would it be possible for us to, like, take a half day, try our hardest to get a really solid, like, mobile lab set up in Host in the Shell for Winnegar to, like, continue researching until we get a drop-off point? It will take more than a half day to like lug all of the crap from here to host in the shell. Um, it would also take a while to get a permit to let host in the shell like move over to this district. Um, but I think if you took if you took a day to do that to like, gather up as much stuff as you could, it would go faster if you had help. Uh, the the three of you can only carry and move so much stuff. And road barely helps move. Things. Yeah, road will supervise. <laughs> so you, if you had help, yes, definitely you could do it in a day. But uh, but as it stands. Um, it would be it'd be a pretty, none of us have friends pretty significant no. undertaking you're your only friends yeah it's true <laughs> i mean you belong to guilds and stuff but unless it's a guild project it's harder to justify right 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 like if torgor needed you know murder clowns for a prison break they'd probably be like fuck yeah let's do it uh, but if you needed rakdos guys to help you move they'd be like ah i'm busy you know what day. like winnegar's like contact is Rourke and he works in the is it scrap warehouse mm -hmm. he's a guildless so scrapper yep he might have the equipment to like haul some of this stuff out mm -hmm. uh I don't know how long it would take him to get there or and while they're talking about friends I mentioned the thing about like like if we do want to do a smash and grab of the jail cell like we could call some Rakdos buddies of mine that would be on board and like some other people to create like havoc and distraction and just murder and mayhem to make our jobs easier. I think that's honestly a very good idea. Mm -hmm. I think the priority right now has to be like, we need to get this to someone who's not us to keep it safe mm -hmm. until we can return back to it. Cause yes, getting Wenzel is the current I priority, but it's mm -hmm. also like too valuable to like leave at the host in the shell. We go. I think, I think uh, it no longer can be tracked because it doesn't have a power source. So it, they, I think that and, we're unless Tovan Ban has his own <laughs> magical way, like right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think. Oof. Okay. Um, I think though. Let's just put this out there. Mm -hmm. If I can re reverse engineer this thing, we could have access to the entire security system here. Which is why Rose is going to want to help us. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I I agree. I like Torgor turns to Whitaker and goes. Torgor knows the thrill of the unknown, uh, more so the exciting knowing that there is unknown, uh, and the possibility of no, of unknowing the unknown. Um, the chance to unknow the unknown will come. It. <laughs> Just now we have to know what we, we to need know. to do next. Yeah. And then and don't say don't say no to the things. No, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. When opportunity comes, definitely don't say no. <laughs> this opportunity comes once in a lifetime, yo. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, spaghetti. <laughs> well, now that we've all lost ourselves in the moment. Um, <laughs> watching uh, Carlos, watching your face <laughs> while Torker was explaining that it was beautiful. It's like... <laughs> I went through a lot of emotions. Can we, is there any way that we can, um, I suggest the group like send this to Rose with the explicit intent 
to protect it for us to investigate more later or like yeah that's the thing is yeah we should not give it to her until she promises that we'll get it back again right which is why this is probably going to have to happen in person which means mm. that she's gonna have to come to our karaoke room whether or not she likes it <sighs> okay oh look at this i like i like this like we're not just gonna do whatever the rose tells us to we're gonna start giving <laughs> orders <laughs> Right. I'm also hot. Has she ever thought about that? <laughs> She's a vampire. I just. Let <laughs> <laughs> no. that say good. Yeah. All right. Then, so then we'll send an additional drop and we'll. Uh, should mm-hmm. we go talk to your friend about helping us get that stuff over? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. All okay. right. So you're going to head, uh, you're going to go and, okay, so what are you going to do with the Thopter while you go? Like, is everybody going to see Rourke or uh, just just Winnegar or Winnegar and Torgor? They're going to leave road here. I think I can, I'll stay with the, the Thopter and the the workshop. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll stay with the Thopter and then Winnegar can go talk to his buddy. Mm-hmm. Okay. That sounds good. Okay. All right. So Winnegar, we, uh, we, we follow you. Um, so you you go and uh, you probably take because it's you're you're going quite a ways. Um, so you, you we probably follow you through the streets to one of the like transit spires, and you take a zeppelin uh, across the across the city, and um, yeah, and then we we follow you to uh, to Rourke's scrapyard, uh, which is attached to but not a part of like an is it lab basically so Rourke gathers scrap from throughout the city brings it to the yard polishes it up makes it nice and sells it to the is it and the is it also give Rourke uh like trash basically which he does uh and repurposes in the same way um Rourke, is Rourke just someone who works at the scrapyard or is it his own like personal business like how how high in the in the managerial chain is it is it like welcome to Rourke's scrapyard I'm Rourke and I can honestly not imagine him looking anything like anyone except for Mickey Rourke from the, from the wrestler. Like I just can't like, he's just like kind of big and like kind of like pretty rough looking and, yeah. and like stringy blonde hair. Like I just can't, like as soon as you described him, I was like, that's it. I can't get Mickey oh, okay. Rourke. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> I, I like that one a lot actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's his own, like it's own business, his own private business. And he has these contracts with the, is it, um, nice. you know, to haul and, and send stuff their yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, so, um, so we, yeah, we we follow you to the outside of this <laughs> scrapyard. I think it's it's pretty significant. Right, there's pile like little mountains of scrap kind of in the background, and there's a fence, and uh, there's a sign that says like "Beware of ogre" hanging on the on the fence, and then there's like big is it neon letters over the the door kind of like it's kind of like borderlandsy looking place and it says rorks in in these big glowing red letters you've been here a bunch of times and you you walk in and one of rorks uh employees uh, a guildless like a goblin like waves to you uh, and they're like hey hey winnegar as you you come in and um yeah and so they they run this goblin runs over uh and they're like uh are you here to see the boss yeah, mustache I am. <laughs> <laughs> so perfect. Good. Uh, mustache. So named because of the tiny little pencil thin mustache. That they have. Uh, and uh, and they're like, uh, yeah, uh, well, the boss, the boss is meeting with some, some is it big shot, but uh, I'm sure he's going to be happy to hear you're here. 
and he, he points over to the office, uh, to Rourke's like Rourke's office, uh, and he says, um, "So uh, yeah, it might it might be a minute. You you want a coffee? Yeah, I want a coffee. Also, mustache. Where's the good stuff?" And like, kind of like leans in and is just like, not, not even in terms of like, where's the good stuff, the most expensive stuff, but yeah. like, where's the weird stuff mustache? Like, where's, where's the stuff that like, people are like, we have no use for this. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. He, so, so mustache, uh, they, they're like, well, you didn't hear it from me, but I heard that, uh, some big deal, uh, got arrested by the Azorius yesterday and they're just sitting on a huge pile of great stuff and we haven't seen any of it. I, there's some kind of like legal thing going on, but I keep my eye out. If you're interested in getting somebody zapped at a distance and your payday is coming up. Uh, <laughs> Winnegar was very excited, and then like his <laughs> eyes just get really big. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that sounds sounds really cool. Whoa! And yeah, and my, my, and my mustache looks at me. He's like, I you, normally you'd be a lot more excited about this. Is there something yeah. wrong? Um, just sounds pretty dangerous. I was thinking more like. You know, an alarm clock that wakes you up with a hand that just keeps slapping you or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they, they just laugh and they're like, uh, oh, Winnegar, you're so weird. <laughs> well, if I see anything good come in, I'll, I'll let you know. And hey, uh, I, I don't know if you're you're doing anything tonight, but me, me and some of Krenko's boys, we're, we're going out to the bar. I, I don't know how you feel about goblin cuisine, but uh, we're, we're going to tear it up. Oh, man, that sounds great. Yeah, I would look. And I, I turn to Torgor and be like, um... Uh, there is, yeah, you turn to say something to Torgor, but you're here alone. You're like, hey, Torgor. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Torgor's with Road. Not there. Yeah, um, yeah no, that would that'd be great. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, any, uh, yeah, they, they nod and they're like, all right. Uh, and like they pat their apron and they, they pull out a, a, a card and, uh, and hand it to you. Um, all of the writing on it is in Goblin, which I don't know if you read or not. Uh, actually, I think I do read Goblin. Yeah, you might be able. To. Yeah, I do. I have it listed as Goblin. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So uh, it has a it has an address uh, in uh, in one of the the districts um, for a, like a bar. And cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so mustache. Yeah, mustache is like all right tonight. See you there. Not too crazy though. I gotta get up in the morning. And they they just grin this like big huge <laughs> Goblin smile. <laughs> and I imagine when he turns around and walks away, the back of his head has a scar that looks exactly like a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, he thinks everyone he thinks calls him mustache. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so you, uh, yeah, you you turn back, and as you uh, as you start heading towards Rourke's um, uh, office, the foreman's office, the front door opens. And you see uh, another member of the uh, the Izzet League uh, coming out. Can you make a, a religion check for me? I yeah. just want to see if you recognize this guy. Sixteen. You do. Okay. So he uh, he's young-ish, maybe in his like, he's like he's in like early thirties, early to mid thirties. Um, 
pretty handsome guy. He has uh, black hair that is currently like a little out of place uh, from coming in from the rain. This seems like he's had a, a short meeting. Um, he has a streak of uh, of white hair uh, at his at his temples, uh, and he's wearing just like a standard like uh, like is it jumpsuit? But you recognize him right away. Uh, this guy, uh, his name is Ral Zarek. I think Zarek is his last name. Uh, but he's he's a, a viceroy. He's a big deal in the Is It League. Um, and you had no idea that he knew your friend. Um, yeah, Ralz Eric. And he's he's in the middle of like uh, a conversation. He's finishing a conversation with Rourke. Uh, and uh, and he's like, all right, well, if you see anything else like that, you got to let me know. You do good work, Rourke. And he, he turns and he sees you. Uh, and he smiles and he, and he's like, Oh, look at this. You got another customer. I'll get out of your hair. Uh, and he, uh, he pulls a, a hood up and he starts walking across the junkyard towards you. Um, like he's going to go past you to the gate. Um, what do you do? Like you recognize him. He doesn't recognize you. He's a big deal. He's a big deal. Yeah. Do you say anything? Do you just nod at him? Yeah, if he's a big deal I, and I'm trying to keep a low cover, cover I would just like um, – also, I think Winnegar is not in the habit of being noticed by people mm. uh, who like want to talk to him. So I guess like he uh, kind of looks the other way and starts like playing with whatever like right there um, – like whatever junk is in a little box or something. Yeah, you're right. This is the equivalent of like, oh, I, oh, I got a text message. I'm going to look. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So interesting. So I don't yeah. have to look at you or interact. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, Ral, Ral then doesn't like, if you make a point of just kind of being uh, a background, nobody, uh, Ral obviously has his, his mind on something. And, and so you can hear him like mumbling, like calculations to himself as he uh, as he walks by, uh, and then once you're out of eyeshot, you look up and you see Rourke uh, kind of leaning on the door frame, and um, and he he looks up at you and he uh, he says he's like, eh, <laughs> Winnegar, come on in, get out of the rain. Hey, Rourke, what's you're you're hitting the big time over here, huh? And, right, kinda, like, and he, he puts his hands up. He's like, all right, all right. <laughs> you know, it's it, a, it, it's not the size of the client. It's how many Zenos they have to spend. Yeah, you're like, well, well, I mean, that's a huge client right there. Are you franchising? And he looks, he's like, is he? I didn't know. And he kind of gives you a grin like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, oh, yeah, I he does. Okay, cool. Like, yeah. uh, and he, uh, he says, oh, don't worry. I, uh, I'm not going to forget about the little guys. And he kind of like pulls you inside and um, he closes the door and he, he goes over to uh, he has a, a it was a, there was a, a gift from one of his, his former clients. There's a big like, is it like coffee machine? And he comes over to it and he pulls a, a switch and like taps a dial and it starts percolating and, and making steam and noise. Uh, and he, uh, and he says, uh, so what, uh, dragged you all the way down into my particular gutter today? Um, you mean besides friendship? <laughs> and we both burst out laughing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I need a favor. And, and like, yeah. No, it's like, like uh, huh. Yeah. I bet you, um, will. I need help relocating a, a a a lab. I'm making a to-go lab. Hmm. Sounds like a big project. So, what are you missing? You, you need parts. Um, I need someone to haul, and someone that knows how to keep a secret. 
well, I mean, I, I could help you on the latter part. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to do less hauling. Bad for the back. I, I got the crew, but if this is secret, secret, I don't. I mean, I, lo- I love my boys, but they're they're talkers. Yeah, they're chatty Cathy's for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and nothing against chatty Cathy. She's real nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Somewhere, somewhere, Cathy is just like. And then, and then Winnegar said to me, he said, "That's a terrible hat, Catherine." And I said to him, "You don't know anything about hats, this boy." Yeah. <laughs> so so chatty. <laughs> um, uh, so I guess. So I want to roll insight when yeah. he turns me down. Um, yeah, it's less that he's turning you down, and he's more just like I want to be. On he's the up wary, and up. yeah, because like, he's like, I want to help you. I don't want to get you in. Tr- we're like, if you're in trouble, I-, I want you to not be in trouble, and I don't want to make it worse. What do you like? What yeah, do you okay. need? Um, but yeah, like he, you know, he wants to help. He's a he's a friend of yours. He's just kind of he's not saying no. He's just saying like maybe you should think about whether I'm the right choice for this. But you can you can push him a little bit and be like, no, no, like. Yeah, let me try persuasion then. Yeah, so um, what do you what do you want him to agree to? I guess is So basically I want him to agree. I imagine he has some type of like truck or some wagon or something that he can help us move. Um and maybe and I specifically want him because he's hauled like he's probably even though he's like looked down upon, he's hauled everything from yeah. every department. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he knows everything. He might not be able to like make it from scratch or whatever, but he would be able to identify. He He's probably the most knowledgeable person. Right. Everything. Yeah. And that's, I think that's how, that's how I remember having that conversation with you initially about him is that I think that's his thing in that he, he like, he's a tinker and he's, he has this sort of informal and practical education. Whereas the rest of the, is it have theorems and science? He's just like, well, I know, you know, if you put these two things together, this happens. And you're like, do you know why? And he's like, no, but I know it enough. And like, he has practical expertise without having any of the academic background. Yeah. So he might be able to give you some insight or, or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I want to roll persuasion, see if I can get him to come along on this. Like, it sounds like he's his business is moving up, so maybe he doesn't want to risk that. Uh, so I want to kind of tap into, like, nostalgia and the good old days when he was just starting off and, like, had a real love for love for the junk. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, just like, hey, man, like, maybe just one last big job. Oh, man, this sounds like he's going to die. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're death flagging him really hard right now. I know. I I feel so bad. I know you've given up the junk, but maybe one more, one last time. One last haul. One last haul Uh, with your old buddy, Winnegar. He looks at his desk and he has the deed for the new pleasure boat he bought so that he and his wife can go a cruise. His kids are finally off to college. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's got a granddaughter on the way. So, uh, okay. Yeah. So you want to convince him to, uh, to, to come along and, and that you, so what's your, what's your like leverage here? Is it just nostalgia? Is it just like we're friends and I, I need to help? Yeah. I think nostalgia and also like, um, you know, uh, the excitement of it, the mystery of it, like, what could it be? Like, I got something big, man. You're going to want to see it. Okay. And like, I can't tell you, you just got to come with me. 
Right. Yeah. I think that's because that's part of why he's a, like a junker too, right? Is that he, he likes finding stuff that, that people have thrown out because they don't understand it as well as he does. Or he's just like, Oh, look, this is a perfectly good, whatever. And I can combine it with this stuff. And it's, there's a curiosity there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I like it. Yeah. And I think, and again, we, we talked a little bit about this guy as I think that you and him have had long conversations about, cause being guiltless in Ravnica is it's weird. You, you make it as a, a choice basically you reject joining a guild and i think he got caught between becoming a golgari because he likes repurposing dead things and becoming an is it because he likes making new things out of them and he has no place in either guild so he kind of got stuck yeah. in that place yeah cool that's good that's good leverage uh rule persuade but do it with um do it with advantage cool hell yeah you didn't even need advantage <sighs> Double 18. So you got 21. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he, uh, he says, um, he kind of, he's listening to you kind of like, like lure him in and he, he's smiling and he, he says, uh, well, you know, one of the advantages of having a crew and, you know, coming into some, some money like I have lately is that it does give me a little bit of extra free time. And, uh, I haven't got my hands dirty in a while. So maybe, maybe I could come and give you an assist on this. So uh, what do you got equipment at home? You need to move it somewhere. Or where are we going? Yeah, uh, I'll explain on the way there. <laughs> he uh, he says, uh, "All right, let me just go tell the boys I'll be out for the rest of the day, and I'll uh, I'll grab us a hemoth." And so he leaves, yes. and yeah, so he's got. The, so again, vehicles aren't really a thing in in yeah Ravnica. So there is this really, really terrible submarine. Fuck that thing. Um, <laughs> but there are there are like pack animals uh, and uh, and stuff. There's also like a flying angel Death Star thing, the Parhelion. But we don't need to worry about that right now. That's a whole. <laughs> don't piss off the Boros. Is all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> seriously, they look it up. Look up the Parhelion. It's terrifying. Um, but vehicles are usually like riding animals. Uh, and if you need to move a lot of equipment around, you get a big like lizard or whatever, and you throw a, a crate on its back and then you fill it up and move it around. I mean, it's just like the host in the shell, right? So there is a, uh, there's like a yard truck, basically it's asleep right now, but Rourke goes and wakes it up and like tells mustache and the gang, like, yo, your boss is checking out for the rest of the day, you know, keep working. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> By the way, that's a show I want to see. Mustache and the Gang. <laughs> yeah, Mustache and the Gang, and it's like a, um, it's one of those TLC, like either a, um, like a, a storage, wars yeah, either type a storage wars type thing, or whatever that show where the family like re- makes motorcycles. And they're, they oh yeah, chopper, they, yeah. Uh, American Chopper, American Chopper, American yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ravnica Chopper, or or yeah, Ravnica Storage Wars. Both of those would like be great. It. Yeah, Mustache and the Boys. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so you and you and Rourke and uh, and the the big the big behemoth uh, head off uh, on your your trip back to uh, to Plaza. So meanwhile, uh, Rode and and Torgor, mm-hmm. uh, you have some some time to just like hang out. I imagine it's like the very unfortunate thing where it's like you've been circling around in a friend group, but you've never had to have. I was about to say, this is the first time I think the two of you have been like alone in a place. And you're both like, so how do you know, Winnegar? <laughs> right, but of course, part of the same globe-spanning conspiracy to destroy Jace Bellerin. Right, 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 right. I should. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, what's that like? What do we like? Set the scene for me. We 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 fade out on on uh, Big Rourke's chop shop, and we cut back to uh, to the two of you. Where are you? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? And how uncomfortable is it? 
Rhodes uh, probably like finishing up her notes mm-hmm. on this thopter because she figures this is the only time that she's gonna be able to like poke it a little and mm-hmm. just kind of write things down. So you're like making uh, making sketches and yeah. Okay. Torgor is just playing on his flute and is better at it than his lute. He's finding out, but doesn't love it. As, <laughs> doesn't love it as much. He's not as big of a fan, you know. And then uh, Rode is just slowly becoming more and more enthused by the fact that Torgor's playing a flute in a place that we're trying trying to discreetly be in. <laughs> so definitely just, somebody. Yeah, so, definitely somebody so, walks by outside and is like, "Is somebody floating in there?" Yeah. <laughs> Rode, it's like, uh, mm. Rode, what did you think of that one? Is that uh, what, what would you say? I think it was out of time. Out of time. Out of time. As equally loud as the last one. Yeah. Okay. Once again, Don, I like. I appreciate. You're listening for loudness, but we would love to hear your feedback on the journey Torgor took you through with that melodic line through. I really thought that triplet uh, melody line was like pretty cool. Uh, just like, <laughs> like like getting like heavy into like the theory of the music. Yeah, no, I think someone from outside would definitely be able to hear it. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, well, so you know, since you don't want to talk about this, so let's, let's talk about you. Um, Torgor has always been wondering to know why jellyfish. Oh, um, probably, well, (laughs) everyone kind of chooses a shark when they get the chance, you know, when it comes Mm, down to it. Shark is very Mm -hmm. popular. Mm -hmm. And then people who aren't trying to be a shark pick a dolphin. And I thought that that was equally kind of pretentious. Yeah. I don't know. Squid. In Rakdos. I, I totally get it. With Rakdos, everyone's like, oh, oh, bring the biggest, like, lizard creature you got. Give me the scariest, largest spider you got. Give me the thing that's most grotesque. And and Torgor gets it, but yeah, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes what you don't expect is scarier than what you're expecting. Okay, wait. So if you, if you had to choose, like, one animal to mm-hmm. bring to a party, what would you mm. pick? Ooh, ooh. Um... Torgor has only heard legend of this animal. Um, but if it's any animal, then Torgor would bring a scream beast. Um, you know? A, a, a what? A, a scream beast? I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard uh, you, uh, you haven't heard the legend of a scream beast? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Please tell me the legend of the scream beast. <laughs> Uh, Torgor starts talking about the uh, what a scream beast is, mm-hmm. uh, like everything about it, its terrifying nature, how it's completely like embodies what is chaos in like uh, the Rakdos scenario, mm-hmm. uh, right? Because it's not just chaotic, but it's like performatively chaotic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And just like, oh, you see, it's it's a it can grow limbs and it can change at random and it's it talks like like just like going into it uh, about it. <laughs> so, uh, explosive monkey just uh, aptly pointed out: Are they talking about Twitch chat? <laughs> <laughs> it is a beast with hundreds of forms and many arms and opinions. And it just likes to shout them at you as you try to do something else. And you're like, I'm doing it for you, Scream Beast. And the Scream Beast is like, do it more and different. (laughs) (laughs) To both my liking and his liking. (laughs) 
love which it. are both opposites liking the great purple scream beast i love it mm. <laughs> it's either that and then and then he's like oh well also a dire bat i guess like like that that's always fun <laughs> give people rides and it's a bat so it's not a bird so oh yeah like, dire dire bats are 100 percent things that rakdos like fly around on for like transportation yeah. and terrifying <laughs> yeah yeah and and they're so fuzzy as opposed to they're birds. Really cute, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. You think that some of these things might be able to help us? Have you ever? I mean, well, yeah, but Toro, be honest, doesn't like bringing his other job to this job. You know, like it feels weird. Makes like, sense. No one. I mean, we we rely on your skills, but no one's asking you to viv effects up like visisect something and like combine it on the like that feels like it feel like work instead of fun right mm-hmm. i have a question torger why do you do this job oh i love it no wait wait, wait. like which job rakdos job or conspiracy <laughs> job the, the conspiracy job well i mean <sighs> gill pack makes things too stable things are things are just in a place where all the gills are locked together they're in cohesion and everyone exists side by side and you know i hate it i hate if i sound a little bit like a gruel i don't know spending too much in vigo's head but i really think i really think there needs to be some like rebuilding and a little bit through struggle and strife we all grow and develop and that doesn't happen without chaos so you you, th- you think he's real, Jay Spellerin? Oh, oh, most definitely. Uh, if if a if a man is willing to have him tattooed up and down his body before stripping naked and engaging in a uh, orgy of the cardinal pleasures, definitely a real guy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's not that we believe that Jace Bellerin doesn't exist. It's just that he's not our messiah, you see. (laughs) (laughs) He was a great man. He just was not the son of God. Yeah. Mm -mm. (laughs) Yeah, like, I think this, and this is the thing about Ravnica and, like, Jace in general, is that, like, he is the living guild pact, and I think that that is, like, common knowledge. Mm -hmm. But the fact that he is also a, like, planes-hopping like omni sorcerer and that there are others like them uh Mm -hmm. that's like less less well known um and i think for the most part yeah like because this is a great it's a great rectos insight i think that for the most part people see jace as being like a beloved figure they're like yay he's a person that we can put all of our hopes and dreams on and like he keeps ravnica safe and together but to your point if he were ever killed yeah the guild pact would be broken and we would go back to that time of like chaos and conflict which Mm -hmm. it does sound a little like that the gruel definitely want that like they are hype about that Mm -hmm. um and for the rectos yeah it's opportunity for lawlessness right it's for for chaos Mm -hmm. yeah Torger uh, turns to Road um, and be like, "Why? Why do you do this job?" I just have to know, you know. Hmm. It's like I was saying with Winterger and the unknown and the known. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that conversation is exactly what you're right. <laughs> you're right. Because I figure mm-hmm. if we find out. That's good. That's that's the first step, you know. Mm-hmm. 
from that conversation, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I just imagine the conversation Rourke and Winnegar having, like at that exact moment. Mm-hmm. I guess I'd say shark. No, dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It works like yeah. Rourke's like I seen this guy. I seen this guy the other day. He got four arms. He got two crab claws and two regular arms. And then he gets to the corner of the street, and butterfly wings pop out of his back, and he flies away. I tell you, the things these simic do. That see, that's amazing. That doesn't sound pretentious to me at all. Like it, <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, hands down, dolphin. <laughs> dolphin man. Mm, perfect. <laughs> cool. All right. So I think then that uh, Winnegar, you and Rourke uh, return probably like near the end of the day because it takes a long time to get that behemoth over there, and uh, you arrive uh, outside of the uh, outside of the the junk shop slash Wenzel's house, uh, and then the plan is what like tell me tell me about like what the next steps are are that are going to happen. So you're going to load up the equipment that you need into this thing and take it back to uh, host in the shell. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to yeah. try and bundle up the thopter so that what's his face never sees it. Like, and that becomes, yeah. Like, so that becomes the question. What is to be done with the thopters remains? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Winnegar has the battery. Everything else is still more or less in its semi melted uh, carapace. So I'm sure there's like a, box well so are you taking it with you to host in the shell or are you okay yeah because i want to try to reverse engineer it to see if i can uh like hack Hack it (laughs) okay cool sure all right so i uh i think probably oh good sorry i will say just while they start moving like the second that things start being lifted road's like oh i need to go tell the rose to meet us no, oh you my don't. Gosh. No, I'm gonna go to that drop point. Why did you do that? I was gone for hours. No, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I'm so. You could have done it on your way, and you didn't either. No, so. I, I was doing something. <laughs> so, so Road, do you want to just kind of like slip away so they have to do all the hard work themselves? Yeah, but also someone needs to contact the Rose. So it yeah. is truly. It okay. does need to happen. All right. So this is good. This this is a this will be a good a good ending scene. So so Road, you you go outside. Um, and the plan is to go back to one of the, one of the like drop points. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you, uh, you head over to a a nearby, uh, drop, uh, to go and to leave, uh, leave Rose a message and you, you find a, a spot out of the rain where you can write it down on a piece of paper and, you go to the, uh, the spot. It's like a brick and a wall. You can pull out and, uh, and yeah. leave, leave a message there. Um, and when you pull the, you open the, the, the drop point, you pull the brick out to go put your messages. There's a piece of paper in there already. Um, like waiting for you. And if you didn't put it there, it has to be for you. Okay. I pull, I pull it out. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, you take it out and you, you unfold it and look at it. Yeah. All right. So we get this, this shot from kind of like over your shoulder. So the camera can see the, the note. And Road, when you open the note, all it says on it is "behind you," <gasps> and then we cut to credits. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's, that's nice. So there you go. So all Road, all alone. We'll see what happens uh, next episode of Jace Beller and Must Die. <sighs> 
that's good Andy. yeah like let me uh, let me hand out some xp uh and uh and then we'll uh we'll we'll bid you all a fund for we're now. not gonna get any <laughs> we quesided well no but but this is the thing is quesiding you'll you'll <laughs> skip out you won't you didn't learn anything about jace his conspirators or his servants but everybody did all the other stuff in a really interesting way so like uh Let's see. So I, I made some some notes, but you can again same as before. You can let me know if you think of uh, of stuff. So did you? Nobody learned anything about Jace, his conspirators or servants. So we'll skip that one. But that's because you're doing a quaside. Um, <laughs> did you express a unique aspect of your class, your race, or your uh, your background? So uh, Winnegar, Torgor. Yeah. And road all hit that just because of like conversations and like learning stuff about your characters. Like we learned about roads. Uh, this is the first time anyone has asked you about being a, a hybrid. Like people have people have been like weird to you about it before, but you've never actually had the opportunity to talk about it. So yeah. your so your your race came into play, right? Uh, Torgor shared some stuff about being a Rakdos and like the difference between a Rakdos and a Gruul, right? Um, Winnegar, you had tons of of time to do like sorcerer stuff. Um, so everybody got that one, um, and I think uh, I think everybody uh, everybody also hit the connection to their guild in a meaningful way. I think that that came up for everyone too. Um, so I think I think everybody gets two two XP um, unless anybody's alignment uh, made them make a choice that was maybe not optimal. Not yet. Okay. Cool. That one's the the hardest one to hit and on purpose okay. too because alignment's so unclear. Uh, yeah, cool. I think that's gonna happen next time when we fight with the rose. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe right. Yeah, that'll that'll be dangerous. You're gonna start kind of pushing back on her authority. So we'll <laughs> see how she responds. Um, cool. So everybody gets everybody gets two. Um, and yeah, I saw some folks asking in chat. Uh, Winnegar is level three now. Um, so I will uh, I will update that on the uh, on the overlay for next time. I'm one and, point away from leveling up. Winnegar, you are a uh, draconic bloodline, right? Yes, nice. draconic. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. Well, that's that's that's, that's our episode. Uh, thanks for coming, everybody. Let's start over here in the corner. Uh, Torgor, our uh, lutist flutist. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me uh, on Instagram at Maroodboy, M-A-H-R-U-D-E-B-O-I, and on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and honestly, I got I got to share this with you all because I said it was going to happen, and it did. Uh, I tweeted. I did my first tweet. It, it happened. Uh, I got, after the show last week, someone... Uh, Navzer Keegan is their Instagram handle. And if you go to my Twitter, you can see I, I tag them out. They made a Torgor card. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I shared that. And then um, someone else also made a Torgor card uh, and shared that uh, last week as well. So both are up uh, if you want to check those out. I'll, honestly, it's it's mainly going to be for this. You'll find updates and things like that when I do post on there. But guys groundbreaking results i'm posting on twitter now that's uh, right big changes yeah. big changes here <laughs> big in episode changes. 10 <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool Thank uh, you. otherwise you know follow those things if you want to know about things going on in chicago and comedy stuff but yeah nice thank you uh over there it's katie i'm really glad you didn't have a heart attack you look like you were gonna die at the end of that episode <laughs> i did this is my specter <laughs> nice <laughs> ghost cool the ghost uh, of katie yeah uh, yeah, so you can find me at Twitter at uh, OKKatieMay. Okay 
Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I think the thing that you should do is donate to Planned Parenthood or Emily's List yes. or anything else. <laughs> uh, God help us. These are strange Reproductive rights are human rights. Uh, just, just do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'd like to plug. Nice. Uh, good. Go, that's a great go. plug. Mm-hmm. Feeling it. Go be a good human. <laughs> good work. Uh, and then last but not least, speaking of good humans, it's Carlos. Yo, what's up? Uh, fuck all those other places. Check out Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> Set him up and you knock him down. <laughs> Yo, you uh, go to paypal.me slash Carlos Gritz. Give me your friggin' money. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to do the best with your money. Uh <laughs> I got a new video of just falling downstairs coming out next week. <laughs> uh, yes, be indeed. The type of YouTuber I would be. Smash uh, just, that subscribe <laughs> button. Just smash yeah. it so hard. Yeah, hit that bell if you want to get notifications. <laughs> I mean, nobody really do that though. Like, please, because it's important to us. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Uh, Carlos Crits on all social media, Dungeon Rats, and this weekend I will be at the D&D live event in LA. So that's Hell be- yeah. So you're going to see some Carlos there. Nice. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, I will not be at that, attend, uh, that event, but I will be watching some of that stuff, especially stuff that has Carlos in it. You can also find TK doing that this uh, this weekend, which is why yeah. they are not currently uh, mm-hmm. with us, but it's my understanding that they'll be back next week and we will carry on and maybe maybe Road is not doomed. Maybe, maybe TAC will come and save you. What if it was just fucking tag? What if it was just tag? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god! You turn around, and they're just like, "Wow, what's up?" <laughs> yeah, could be. Could be. We'll see. You'll have to tune in to find out what's on the other side. Um, that's it for us. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I got more RPG shiz to do today. Uh, if you are interested in any of the other stuff that I do, obviously my Twitter is Skinny Ghost. You can follow me over there or Twitch.tv/slash Adam Coble, um, where uh, I do things that are either role-playing games or very closely related there too. Uh, this, uh, this stream and all the stuff that we've been doing today is part of the virtual tabletop roll 20, uh, all the dice are rolling, all our character sheets and all of the cool maps and stuff. Uh, those all come from the Guildmaster's guide to Ravnica. So if you're interested in checking that out, uh, it's on the roll 20 marketplace and you can go to my YouTube channel and you can watch me spend four hours looking at like literally everything in it because I got so excited about it. I was like, yeah. we're gonna do this for an hour. And then three hours later I was still looking at it. So uh, go and check it out. I'm having a great time playing around in Ravnica. And we will see you all next time for more. Bye, everybody. I'll be dead. Cool. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. <laughs>